Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates shepherd's pie. It's like puke in a pan. Plus, it's morally wrong to call it pie. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. Joe hates littering. The penalties range from $10 to $500. They should range from $500 to death. And Joe hates when people say Satan as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. How you doing? Doing all right. I'm ready to get into this hate. That's great because we got a theme this week and the theme is things that make me uncomfortable. Ah. And actually, when I was soliciting listener hate, Judge posed a very good question before he gave us his hate. He said, are you talking about physically or emotionally uncomfortable? And I focused on it on physically, but a lot of our listener hate is emotionally. Okay. So the first thing I hate is having a wallet in my back pocket. Really? Yeah, I hate it. I hate it so much that I don't wear a wallet in my back pocket. I use a front pocket wallet, which is just a little thing that holds uh, credit cards, and it keeps uh, keeps has a money clip for me to keep my cash, my my non-existent cash in. <laughs> that, that usually just winds up being a place where I keep my receipts until they get all tattered and I just wind up throwing them away. <laughs> why, why does it bother you to have a wallet in your back pocket? Because when I sit down... I feel it. I feel it, and I feel it changing the position of my hips. Yeah. And um, I, I just, I'm just never been comfortable with it. I've never liked it. Uh, when I was a kid, I got in the habit of just carrying money in my front pocket, and never liked having a back pocket pocket wallet. And uh, even the thin ones, I can, I can tell that there's a thin one back there, and I just can't stand the feeling of it on my butt. I think what you need to do is have a wallet for a, a, a back wallet. Uh, for a long enough period of time that it becomes shaped to your butt cheek, uh, because mine has, and it's made it not nearly as uncomfortable. But why would I do that when I've already arrived at the perfect solution? Uh, because I don't know that that's a perfect solution. I think it if is. If nothing else, it, me sitting down and I feel my wallet gives me a sense of security because I know I still have my wallet. Uh, I don't need that sense of security. I do, because I'll lose my mind if I, oh my God, did I forget something? Right. Phone, keys, wallet. Well, I, I do that checklist every time I walk out of my place. I go, keys, wallet, cell phone. Uh, it used to be pocket knife and then proper glasses. Yeah. It was a five, it was a five, because I, I have computer glasses. Yeah. And I have uh, reading glasses or sunglasses. So I, I want to know which glasses I'm wearing for where I'm going. All right. The next thing I hate is I hate wearing jewelry. Okay. I hate this, and it's probably for the same reason that I don't like wearing, uh, w- uh, having a wallet in my back pocket. Uh, I don't even wear a wedding band, much to really? my yeah, much to my wife's chagrin. Um, I just don't like the idea of something. First off, I don't like the idea of wearing something valuable in a visible location, right? Because I think that other people will see that and go, "Hey, there's an easy way for me to acquire some value." And, Let me just tear this guy's finger off. Right, exactly. Uh, I, I don't like the feeling of it. I don't like. I I find it uncomfortable. And uh, you know, early on in my, uh, I work in the tech field, and early on in my in my career there, uh, I would be opening computers up and going in and pulling cards out of the computers. And my ring, I was wearing a wedding band, would get stuck on 
pins in the computers. You know, those, those yeah. through hole, and you through board soldering holes. You shouldn't really be wearing any kind of metal when you are working with electronics anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And I just got in the habit of not having one on. And, you know, my father doesn't wear one. My grandfather doesn't wear one or didn't wear one. My grandfather has passed away. Um, but, uh, you know, so I come from a long line of men who haven't worn wedding rings but were married. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like wearing jewelry either. Uh, I mean, although I probably would would make an exception for something like a wedding band. Yeah, I can understand that. I don't. Yeah, I mean, like, I like I wouldn't wear a necklace. I could never ever wear like an earring or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I, like I'm not like they. I've I've been able to get class rings, and I'm like, why? I don't know. I have one class ring from when I graduated with my first degree from the co- first college I went to. That was the only class ring I ever got. I didn't even get a high school ring. And actually, I did have my ear pierced when I was younger. Did you really? I did. and it's You did. still has a hole there. And from time to time, I will put an earring in it just to see if it's still open. But I don't wear the earring for any any length of time. Joe, I never knew this about you. Is it, uh, there you go. This is amazing. I learn something new every day. <laughs> and this is... That's incredible. You had an earring. Yes. Wow. Yes, I did. Let's what a move world on. we live in. <laughs> Next thing I hate is cheap flatware with sharp edges. So this comes from a personal experience of mine. Uh, Lisa picked out this really nice flatware. I think she got it at JC Penney's or something or, or somewhere. But it was you know it's kind of Art Deco looking and it's nice. And um, you know you've seen it. It's a, it's the like the spoons with the three. Um, you know, like fan blades on the spoon. It's very nice and smooth, not fan blades, but I don't know how to describe it. But it's got like two lines going up that divide the handle into two sections. It's hefty, and it's um, it feels just perfect in your hand. But it was, it was not cheap. It was not cheap flatware. So right. Lisa, Lisa is a very uh, thrifty person, and what she did was she said, I found it on eBay for like a quarter of the price. And I'm like, well, buy more of it. So she bought more of it, and it ro- arrives, and it's just a cheap knockoff. And it is uh, when you hold it in your hands, the edges where where it's where it's been cast are just sharp edges. They're like they're not um, they're not smooth. These things have not been deburred or tumbled. <laughs> they're just pulled out of whatever mold they're made in and thrown into a box and shipped to the U.S. from China. Well, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah. Yep. You get what you pay for, That's right. So, But we still have them. So now when I'm eating my cereal in the morning, as I do every morning, I, I will go and <laughs> why do I do that every morning? Why do I feel it necessary to tell everybody? I don't know. Uh, I will uh, grab the spoons out and I'll have to pick one up and go, no, that's one of the cheap ones. No, that's one of the cheap ones. Ah, there's a good one. And then I have the spoon <laughs> with which to eat my uh with which to eat my cereal. And if I if if there are no spoons available, I have to go over to the second set of silverware that we have that we ha- we have some uh silverware that is uh for guests and it's it's not it's it's actually less expensive than the first set I was telling you, but more expensive than the second set, but there's a lot of it. Uh I think that was a Costco purchase. Hmm. Um but it feels fine and I I I eat with that, but it's it's about 10 steps further away. Me being a lazy guy, I don't like taking those extra 10 steps. Yeah, but that it's does less suck. work than washing a spoon. So, <laughs> do it. <laughs> All right, this one is really one that just I I I I'm getting uncomfortable just thinking about it. Okay. And you can hear this in my voice maybe. But I really 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 hate those thin rubber bands 
you know, they're like they're like little squares if you look at them. Yeah. You know how when you get a rubber band, you got the wide flat ones that kind of look like a tapeworm. Yeah. Wrapped around, and that's fine. I don't mind those at all. Don't mind I, tapeworms. I, no, I don't mind the tapeworm rubber bands, but the little tiny ones that 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 when you touch them, they go into your hand. God, I'm getting so freaked out about this right now. I don't. I'm confused. I know it's just a tactile thing that I can't stand it, and. We were driving around, and my daughter had a um, a rolled up. It was probably a photograph from my son's art show because he he took photography in his uh, senior year of high school, and the photos were in the back of the car, and they had one of these rubber bands holding it together, and she was just rolling it up the rolled up photo, and I couldn't stand it. I absolutely couldn't stand. It. I was getting like tense the hair on the back of my neck was standing up i'm actually getting sweaty right now talking about this <laughs> and i don't know why this bothers me so much one time i was doing my laundry and i was washing my underwear and a piece of elastic came out of the underwear and uh-huh. then bunched up a bunch of my clothes so i had to unwind it and as i'm unwinding it that that same rubber band feeling starts touching my skin and i absolutely can't couldn't stand it by the time i was done undoing un winding that mess and throwing the underwear away i ha- i had my palms were sweaty huh. i had a, had a physiological response and i i just can't stand it and, I, and the reason this one is more upsetting than the next one because this one is so readily accessible it happens all the time that's bizarre i'm i know but I, man i can't say that i get that uncomfortable that uncomfortable about almost anything yeah I, actually i lie there's one thing that will drive me up a wall oh, just yeah? like that what is it so now you got like um like those holographic pictures where yeah. you turn them one way and it shows one thing and you turn them the other way and it shows something else. Yes. So and the way they do that is they, they put these ridges in it, right? Right. And so then it's, they it's prism like. Exactly. Well, the you know, you like take something and rub it oh, oh, against that. Oh, you're talking about yes. Ah, that's uh, the exact same thing. It <laughs> it will send I, that's the, one of the few things in the world that sh- sends shivers down my spine. I'm with I you on that. I cannot stand it. Uh, it's the same. It's the exact same feeling I get with the rubber bands. I don't even know why. It's just. Like, it, I don't know why either. It's just when I was in middle school and high school, they would give you like this thing called an agenda book, right? Yeah. And it was essentially it's just like a calendar book, but the important thing that you had it for was in the back there was all your hall passes. Right. So you wanted to go to the bathroom or you wanted to. Maybe it was a study hall and you wanted to go see a teacher about something. You had to get a hall pass, right? Well, the cover of those were always that holographic yeah, garbage. That- and people would get them and they go, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and I'm sitting there in agony. <laughs> Please stop. Make it stop. And you ripped the cover off yours on day one. Right? I No, I just made made it a point of never touching it because <laughs> that also would bother me, though, because people did that. People had coverless ones, and I'm like, I don't know. That's just trashy looking. Right. Finally, and this is the last one. I hate getting a glaucoma test. Which one is that? Is that, that that's the one where you go into the eye doctor uh-huh. and they say, put your chin in this in this contraption that looks like it's gonna gouge your eyes from your skull. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, get a disc, a little a little uh, a little camera with a blue light around it, and I'm gonna get that right up next to your eyeball, and then I'm gonna go and puff something into your eyeball. Oh yeah. And what they're doing is they're measuring how your eyeball physiologically responds to that puff of air, right? Because if it if it moves in, then it, then they say, okay, you don't have glaucoma. But if it doesn't move as much, they say, ooh, there's a lot of pressure behind there, which means you you might have glaucoma. So that's a glaucoma test. 
Yeah, that and is pretty uncomfortable. The worst part about that test is when you go in and you sit down and they blow the thing in, and, and invariably to me, this happens every time. They go, oh, you moved. I have to do it again. <laughs> well, of course I moved. You blew <laughs> air into my eye. Yes. <laughs> These are things that make me uncomfortable, and I hate every last one of them. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and start moving on because I, I really thought I would enjoy doing this episode a lot more than I'm enjoying it right now. This is uh, – but it's become a chore. Yeah, this is uh, – I don't know if you can hear this, but I'm actually rubbing my hands together and trying to get them to stop sweating. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Woo! fight through it. We could do this. How about we rate some listener hate on this? <laughs> yes. Let's let's do that. All right, good. Maybe we won't find this as as unsettling. Yeah. So we uh we had a whole bunch of responses, so we'll do everyone from Twitter first. Okay. So Amanda at Lady Bitch Time ah, yes, hates from- when couples argue and bicker in public. It's even worse when it's someone you know. <laughs> See, now here's here's the thing about this one. I am on both sides of this. I'm with Amanda. I'm, in other words, that, that makes me uncomfortable seeing people bicker in, in public, especially people I know. Yeah. But I am at the point in my life where I will not stop from bickering with, with my wife in public. Uh, and I will, uh, you know, I, I won't I won't hesitate to do that at times if I'm if I'm irritated enough about something. So, you know, sometimes I'll get in a mood where I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go ahead and do this here in public. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, uh, and yeah, I'm, I guess I'm kind of an ass, but <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I hate this. I was at CVS the other day and there's two people behind me. I think it was a mom and a daughter. And the mom just starts telling the daughter how disrespectful she is about something. And I'm just like, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear you guys having your problem here. We're all just in misery waiting at CVS, waiting for our huge CVS receipts <laughs> for the one thing that we're buying. That you can, can you bind up with little up? rubber bands. Yeah. Yeah. It was awful. So I'm with Amanda. What's next? Andrea. Andrea. The uh, wonderful woman with the voice at the beginning of our episodes. Andrea Petrilli. Yes. At, at Dreedles McGee. Yes. At Dreedles McGee. Yep. Hates the icebreaker activity they always have at the beginning of network marketing business house parties. <laughs> I can't say I've ever attended one of those. No, I think that's a list of like network parties, uh, house parties, business parties. You know, any, any, you've never you've never been to like a no. uh, a meeting where they say like an offsite meeting. No, it's a bunch of people shoved into a room. And they say we're gonna have an icebreaker activity. Everybody has to tell their name and something that they like to do. No, uh, I've only recently gotten into. Uh, anything like the corporate world. Yeah. So okay. I've and and, and again, the, where I work, I don't really have, have to worry about breaking the ice because people just be like, "Hey, Jake, I'm so and so. Nice to meet you. All right, here's what we're doing. Like, right. there's no the icebreaker is this is this is our task. Right. Yeah, thing, and, that, is, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but when you get further on, you're going to encounter these things. And, well, and I've done like icebreaker stuff in college. Yeah, it's the same, same thing. Like the first day of class, your teacher goes, round, let's do a round robin and we're going to do an icebreaker activity. And I, I hate doing them. I'm with Andrea on this. I hate doing them. But I have noticed over time that there is a distinct difference uh, in the ability to interact with people bef- uh, in, in meetings where they do an icebreaker and in meetings where they don't do an icebreaker. Interesting. It's I, I think that they're effective is why is what I'm saying. So yeah, painful I, but effective. I hate I hate doing them, but I do them. Uh, Melissa, Melissa at mom persisting. 
Mom persisting. Hates watching people get caught in a lie. I may be the only person in the world who couldn't sit through Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. I had to walk out because I was too stressed about his precarious situation. Melissa, you must never, never, never watch the Meet the Parents series of movies. I hate (laughs) these movies for this exact reason. You know, it's Ben Stiller doing Nervous Guy, who's lying to Robert De Niro the whole time. And... I like Ben Stiller when he does either angry guy, dumb guy, or normal guy. You know, like Ben Stiller in Something About Mary, normal guy, hilarious. Ben Stiller in Zoolander, dumb guy, hilarious. Uh, the What was the superhero movie that he was in with Janine Garofalo? And I don't uh. know, but that was angry guy, and that was funny. But uncomfortable lying guy, he does that so well. And or maybe the situation. I'm just like, just tell the truth, Greg. Just tell the truth, and you wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's I. I guess I would hate that, but I would also say that I hate. Uh, and this is a bit of a tangent, but I yeah. I hate movies that could be solved with one line of dialogue. Right. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> if you, like, if you just didn't tell a lie, or you just said this one thing, it would all be you know the whole thing would just collapse, and and that would be the end of it. It's not, it's I'm not gonna, good writing. I'm going to date myself here, but every episode of Three Three's Company was like that. Was was some either had some lie in it or some it ha- always had some misunderstanding, and then then uh, John Ritter would always have to tell some lie, and it was always uncomfortable. If you would have just communicated openly and honestly, right? <laughs> you wouldn't. The have to whole deal with world any would be a better crap. place. I'm with Melissa on this. Melissa, you're 100 percent correct. Yeah, I think she means more about real life. But yeah, but uh, oh, but she used no, the movie she's as saying an even even in movies. No, I can't. I didn't like Mrs. Dobfire for this reason, and I really, really, really cannot watch the uh, Meet the Parents movies for exactly this reason. Huh. I'm I'm with her. Okay. Yep. So let's shift over to Facebook. Sh- Facebook. So Judge hates the discomfort from the lack of personal space on busy trains and queues or even just waiting for food. I'm a big guy. I need the space to move and stretch my legs. Yeah. Judge? Uh, well, Judge, knowing that you're from the UK, the United States has plenty of room. Yep. You should move to the US. Apply for a visa. Yep. <laughs> uh, go go, yeah. go to West Virginia. Will you, will you will never meet anybody. <laughs> yeah. You could live in the woods and never cross another human soul. That's right. Um, Sounds so good. Yeah, right that's... Now. It really is different, though, like if you live in a city versus if you live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I remember uh, commuting into work. uh, I would have to ride the metro, the D.C. metro. uh, And the Washington, D.C. subway is so poorly designed uh, because it was designed in the 70s or 60s or something. And somebody said, you know what we'll do is we'll just bring everybody to the center of the city, have them change the trains they need, and then send them back out to wherever they're going. So if you look at the map, it kind of looks like a big asterisk right am i saying that word right asterisk yes uh and when you get down to like either metro center or gallery place you're standing elbow to elbow with like about a thousand people and i don't like that at all i can't stand it and i've done both i've lived in the city and i've lived in the middle of nowhere and i will say that personal space is something that definitely shifts depending on where you are right uh and i tend to prefer the uh, towards the more middle of nowhere end of the spectrum. Yeah, I I kind of enjoy the suburban, like right in the middle. Uh, yeah, I've also lived in a city. Uh, I lived in the city of Gaithersburg, uh, not really a real city, but 
uh, I don't have any desire to live in like Baltimore City or in Washington D.C. No. But where I live right now, I think is perfect because I have lived out in the sticks. I lived in Knoxville, Maryland, uh, on a four-acre property that we rented for about a year, and that was awful. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. <laughs> really? Yeah, I really. Everything was so far away. When we go up to my my in-laws' house to go to the grocery store is a twenty-minute drive. Oh yeah, that's great, isn't it? No. Why not? <laughs> because if I need milk, well, actually, I guess there there is a convenience store that's that's pretty close that can provide yeah, milk. Yeah, I know. I've done that where it's at least twenty minutes to the, near, the nearest grocery store. Yeah. The next one we have is David, and he says he hates space invaders. Those people who have no respect for your first for your personal space uh-huh. in a similar vein to what Judge is saying. Right. Yeah. Well, Judge is, is saying I think that when you're compelled into a person, uh, you know, to have people violating your personal space, and Dave is saying when people choose to violate your personal. Yeah, space. that's that does seem a little different. Like Judge su- Judge's situation appears to be that there's simply physically not enough space for everyone. Right. Whereas and David, there's plenty of room, but you're standing three feet away from me. And, or two feet away from me, or 18 inches away. You keep getting closer. Stop it. So yeah, I, I can't stand this. Uh, people get up close to you, and they and they they have plenty of room, but they don't. It's almost like a dominance thing, you know. Maybe. I I guess I don't even know that it's that. It's just simply just you've no. You stay away. Yeah. I don't uh, know how you stop this from happening though. Maybe just put a, two fingers in someone's chest and push back and <laughs> just. Uh, could you please back up? Here, there we are. Now, now I can't touch you anymore. That's the perfect distance. All right. A third one that we have here is from Sheila. Sheila hates wool. <laughs> the price of warmth is itching. Yes. <laughs> I I don't know, Sheila. I don't hate wool. I have a nice couple of a couple of nice wool jackets. Uh, if wool is done right, it's it's not very itchy. And I have a wool overcoat, which is kind of itchy, but I wear it over one of my wool jackets, which has a nice silk lining that doesn't make me itch. And usually I'm wearing a collared shirt, a cotton collared shirt, and that doesn't that doesn't uh, cause me any problems. But I do remember when I was a kid, my, my father had this uh, blanket from the Army, and he would uh, he would say, you want to be warm, sleep under this blanket. And he put it on top of me, and I was like, that blanket is the itchiest thing I have ever experienced in my life. I don't know. I don't know, Sheila. Normally, I agree with you 100% on these things, but eh, not today. All right. And then Adam hates elevators. Well, I love elevators. They stop me from taking the stairs. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Well, but that sounds like a claustrophobia thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I can see why people hate elevators, but I I absolutely have no hate for for elevators. I love elevators. Uh, uh, Well, I don't think I love elevators. I'm not like... Oh, I got an elevator. <laughs> right. It's, it's not hold like the door, Hold the door. I love chickens. 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 I just. Anyway. What does um, that have to do with elevators? I, I'm just saying. I'm it's leaving not, that in. I'm, I'm just saying I don't love elevators like I think about like like I do. Chickens. Like you love chickens. chickens. My love for elevators is not nearly the flame that burns in my heart for chickens. My wife and I were driving this past weekend and we drove by a house that had Polish chickens in the front yard. I she she had to talk me out of stopping to go look at the Polish chickens. Polish chickens. <laughs> Polish chickens. Yeah, they are um, they are poultry. They are crested uh, crested chickens. They have uh, tufts of hair. Just Google it and look at the images. They're hilarious and they're cute and they're awesome. They're Polish chickens. So I, I I even like these elevators that are glass elevators. Oh yeah, those are cool. Like those, the ones on the outside of buildings. On the outside of a building, yeah, that would be great. Uh, that is great. I've done it. It's wonderful. 
so no, I'm not afraid of elevators. I don't dislike or hate elevators. They don't make me uncomfortable. So Adam, I can't be with you on this. So I guess I got to do rating it. Yes. Yes, you do. All right. So let's see. I'm going to say couples arguing, icebreaker activity, and uh, non-spacer, you know, people who don't respect your space. They're all about the same for me. And I would rather experience any of those things than have to wear a wallet in my back pocket. So, wow. yeah. Uh, however, Melissa has really struck a chord with me here. Um, she, she, I, I'm, let me think of where this is. I think I would rather, uh, I think I'm going to put her right between the flat edge or the cheap flatware and the, and the rubber bands. Okay. So right there in the middle. And I'm going to go ahead and award the rant of the week to Sheila because her comment was so pithy. And uh, and even though it was short, I can just hear hear the edge in her voice. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, again, that that's interesting now because this is probably the shortest one you've given. The rant of the week. The rant to, of the yeah. week, too. Yeah. So if that's not always the criteria, everyone. No. Interesting. It's got to be the, the one I find the the funniest because I exactly can, there's no objective measure it's just right. whatever, it, Jay, it's whatever Joe feels like whatever I feel like today and today Sheila I think that that was a that was a funny comment so. <laughs> all right everybody thanks for listening if you enjoy the podcast please share it with your friends uh, it would also help if you rate us on Facebook or on iTunes give us a nice five star rating and tell me what you hate I would love to hear it follow Joe on Twitter at things Joe hates like us on Facebook Facebook dot com slash things joe hates our email address is things joe hates podcast at gmail.com links to all of these can be found on our website things joe hates dot com female voiceover is provided by andrea patrilli podcast artwork is by Susie blake i'm nate goodwin for things joe hates <laughs>